Hey lovelies, welcome to episode number 31 of the journey of self-care through self-love. I'm buzzing because today I've got a good friend of mine, Jen, aka Vegan Queen V, online to be chatting to me about um, Jen's story and she's just released an album and into is musically gifted and an absolute music angel. I first encountered Jen... I think it was just before Christmas, I'd gone to do an exchange at a conscious event, um, Illuminate with Jake. And throughout the day, I kept hearing this person singing. And one minute she was singing, then she was playing the piano or like the keyboard and then different sounds were coming out. And I was like, who is this person? Because she's amazing. But we didn't actually really sort of get to spend much time together or sort of connect until the next time I went down when I did a bit of yoga. And then I think that's where we sort of really started to connect a lot deeper. So Jen, AKA Vegan Queen V, do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what's kind of going on with you at the moment? Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Amy, for having me on. It's a pleasure to be speaking to you. Uh, Yeah, so my name, my real name is Jen uh, and Vegan Queen V is my artist name. It's uh, it's good to separate the two, I think, because I do other musical things as well. You know, I play at weddings and and other corporate events. Um, and I like having the the artist name that I can go out with with my original music. And uh, yes, the animal rights songs, but human rights songs, freedom, love songs, all those sorts of things. Um, and yes, I've just released my debut album, which is pretty exciting. And um, it's all come together, I think, as it should, uh, and it's all going as it should, uh, and I'm really enjoying the process. Uh, and I feel I feel very proud of myself for to completing this. It was something that you know, an album. It's it's something that every professional musician, songwriter, probably thinks about doing at some point in their career. And it was only in the last couple of years that I felt um, the, the absolute passion and drive to put a body of work together like this um you know (laughs) something happened in March 2020 that kind of uh, changed a lot of things for a lot of people but I truly think it's 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 a good thing in that it has woken up many many people um my personal story I'm a completely different person to who I was this time two years ago and I'm loving I'm loving it to be honest (laughs) Um, you know, I just released an album, but the, the, the me two years ago hadn't released an album. So, yeah, it's exciting and uh, I'm enjoying the, enjoying the journey. So what was you like, because the gen that I've met, it's really like you're performing your own songs, like your words are amazing that you use in your songs as well. We'll play some little clips throughout the podcast as well. Um, what was the gen like? Cause you seem very free spirited now you're sort of you're you're doing your own thing you're not don't seem tied down anywhere like what was the gen like before i guess before the pandemic if that's what's because that's the same thing for me i was a to- you've met me at a totally different amy as well <laughs> but what was the gen like that i don't i don't know then what's what's sort of shifted or what's sort of what's changed over the years i think the biggest thing for me is the realization that a lot of what we're told is a lie and therefore, it makes sense why I felt like X, why I felt like Y. You know, we've talked about this before. I was I was bulimic for a long, long time, and it's only now that I'm actually seeing it from a completely different 
perspective and I actually I understand uh, you know and I can give myself some slack or more at least way more slack than you know I ever did um, through those years and just my whole perception of who we are and why we're here and just literally all the big questions now my mind is has got a very different viewpoint on it uh, and I just I, now I think I'm allowing to you know I feel that you're, you're possibly the same self-love now is, is a massive thing for me and because I realized that we need to look after ourselves if we're going to look after other people if we want to help other people it has to start with ourselves um so yeah it's it's just been incredible and I guess you're you're similar so yeah I think the food relationship with me and the bulimia like I'd sort of dealt with a lot of it quite a few years ago but it was still sort of rearing its head like it still sort of every now and again pops up for me and I've been having like I've actually been having some hypnosis around sort of like emotional eating and like there's like a lot of abandonment wounds that sort of come in and then I eat to self-soothe but I also realize I eat to celebrate as well so it's almost like I reward myself when I've done something that's well that's what it what we're told to do isn't it like that it's in our heads that when there is a celebration I mean celebration and food they do go together but yes with uh, the relationship we have with food has been completely um hijacked and you know that I, I think I told you the other day I did the fact that we're told to eat three meals a day every day just that concept in itself is now I see like bonkers because you're conditioning your, your body and your brain to eat at these specific times and how, how can a one-size-fits-all approach to something like that be and that's it I think now that we're living very differently well for me like I'm not working I was working like 60 70 hours a week so I needed that fuel and I was eating like six to seven times a day and I was like right this is the time I need to eat and I sort of created that schedule but again it was a new way of control to make me feel like I knew what I was doing and I, I had no room for spontaneity I had no room for fun with food there was no flexibility with it like it's almost like what I look at consciousness now. When I learn a new piece of information, I'm like, wow. Or when I eat a new food that I haven't tried before, I'm like, wow. So I sort of, I'm starting to put that together with it. But it's it's yeah. only been the last couple of years that I've really been like, I eat more intuitively now. Like, I do feel like it's important for some people if they're still working like long hours and their blood, the main mission I find is to try and keep the blood sugar stable. So if we're using a lot of energy up, then yeah, we're going to need to eat a bit more and maybe we'll need a little bit more structure around the day. And if people have got kids and stuff, whereas people like me and you, where we just sort of ebbing and flowing with the day now, it's like, am I actually hungry or am I bored? Yeah. Am I feeling a bit sad? Um, am I feeling happy? Like what? And then I sort of sit with it and it might be like, oh, I am actually hungry, but it's sort of actually sitting in and tuning in to, or maybe I'm thirsty. Most of the time I'm actually dehydrated. So I need like more water coming in, but it's been like a whole, it's interesting to observe it, but it's because we've got time to observe it now. Yes. Like some people don't have that time, I guess. And it's like, it's sort of. Yeah. And as you say, don't get me wrong, the, the three meals a day, it totally works for some people. Um, and it's a great, you know, if it works then it's great, but it's more the conditioning behind. I, I was just the other day, I just, I wasn't hungry, but I wanted to eat. And it was lunchtime, lunchtime. Yeah. Uh, and I just, just acknowledge what, what, what's, what's going on here. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But it's, I do, but it's, you know, deep conditioning.
yeah, was the thing that got me the most was breakfast. And I was like, well, hang on. It's when we break fast. So when you choose to break your fast, they've just took the word and made it into a fast meal. So it's like, right, what can we have that's soft and easy to eat that's going to send all our blood sugars all over the place? It's full of sugar and salt and dairy products. And like most people are having that and it's quick. Whereas ironically now, I guess I have more break fast or I break my fast like just now. I broke it with some mung beans and some lentils and like veg and stuff. And that would be my meal because I see it as a meal now as opposed to like, no, if we look back at our original heritage, we wouldn't have been waking up having like uh, instant cereal with with a bowl on it. We'd have, we'd have, you know, we'd have been preparing our food and sort of like cooking it properly and and having things that are going to sustain us for but the now, rest. Having a forage. Yeah, like when we got the wild garlic at the uh, camp the other week and we was eating wild garlic in the morning and stuff like that. I was like, this is what we should be doing. But again, a lot of it, I appreciate. A lot of people don't. What I'm really grateful for is I've had time in the lockdown to sort of start foraging. Like I made, you know, after I saw your post the other day, I went out and got dandelions and I made dandelion tea as well. So it's 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 been fun to sort of do those things. Are you drinking <laughs> yeah. it now? And, and it, I am, yeah. It, it sounds like a big thing, but to be honest, for example, dandelion tea, you'll have some dandelions either in your garden or like somewhere that hopefully is out of the, the, the dog, dog pee region. But just grab a few leaves like on your way back from work or whatever and pop some in a yeah in your in your teapot. Yeah, it was delicious. So you've got that fresh yeah. And it's it's like grown authentically. And it creates um it made me feel really proud that I did that. So it's like a new way to release dopamine inside of ourselves rather than needing to scroll. And but don't get me wrong, if I hadn't have seen your post, which inspired me, I was like, it took me, your post inspired me to take inspired action to go and do something that gave me a bit of self-love. Yes, that's what, well, that's why we're having this conversation, isn't it? It's to share, like, because I, what you bring is so valuable. And like, I did you a little uh, thing yesterday, the the promotion, but I, I really genuinely think you're, like, what you bring is amazing the way you teach and that's something that I you know I can't really do that's that's your thing I have my things somebody else has their things and together we just have all this incredible amazing knowledge and tip you know tips information on on living more healthily and and the thing with the dandelions is it's multi multi-tiered because they're free so you don't have to worry about buying them so you don't have to worry about oh I have to work x amount of you know hours to do this yes money is is part of our society but as there are so many things we can actually get for free and use and it turns out that the best things for us you know way better than anything you could buy in the supermarket it's pretty cool and you'll really appreciate it like you'll appreciate that you've took time to do something for you and I was thinking, I was like, I guess you could even put some in the bath as well if you wanted to. And just if you wanted to sort of sit in it and sit in that energy. And someone said the other day, like, you can do the same with daisies. Like, you can make, like, a daisy tincture and stuff as well. So it's slowly, like, my brain's popping off. Now that summer's coming, it's like all the flowers are in bloom. And I feel like I'm ready to play with nature a lot more. Yeah, yeah. So what, um, so before the lockdown then, would you say you was doing any sort of self-care or self-love sort of stuff? 
Yeah, um, I, I mean, I've always tried to eat healthily, even when I was a vegetarian, you know, I didn't know about the egg industry and the, the dairy industry. I thought I was health, healthy, healthily eating. Uh, you know, I was into the egg whites and low fat milk and, and all that stuff. Um, so I thought I was doing that. And, and I got into yoga in my twenties, um, not nowhere near how I you know, feel about it and, and work with it now. Um, I was on the journey, but now I'm, I'm way more aware of what actually health is um, and what it is to be a healthy person. So yeah, I'm way more in alignment with that now, for sure. And I was living in London as well at the beginning of the pandemic. So just very busy, um, lots of stress, lots of stressy energy around. Um, I was working in venues, you know, lots of drinking. So not, not necessarily the healthiest place to be, but yeah. But I guess we need the we need that extreme sometimes to sort of appreciate like oh this is how I should be feeling, yeah. like I think um, something that sort of come up for me the other day is I don't feel like I'm moving fast enough. But then I sat with it and I was like, but I actually really like the pace that I'm living at now. I feel like some stuff come up for me this morning and I felt like oh I went outside, I did my yoga, I did my breath work, meditated, and then I was ready to deliver my session to hold space for everyone else. So they got a great session out of it. So they could feel that my energy was topped up and then that could sort of go their way. But it also is hard because I think when we've lived that fast paced life, there's still that part of me that's like, you're not doing enough or you're not doing well enough. And I still get that pressure sort of coming on me. I don't know, how do you sort of feel with all that? Same, it's the same, but it's just conditioning, isn't it? That you always have to, that you know, we're subject to from very, very young age. You have to do like to get this, to get here. And once you're here, then you have to get here. And there's never a, we don't, I don't think we really feel that once we've achieved something, we can really celebrate it. You know, it's always the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, the future. And again, I think that's something that is not really how we should be living. You know, we need to be living in the now and yeah, taking time to look after yourself. And when you do achieve something, taking, giving, you know, taking the, the space for yourself to just sit with it and process what you've done. Um, and then obviously, yes, if you've got other plans, other things, continue, but just acknowledge that this is, you know, a big, a big step and a big moment that you, you should be proud of and you can give yourself some time to so yeah, sit with it really. Mm, so you've just done your, like finished your album. So what are you sort of, are you gonna take some time out now? What's your sort of plans around all of this? Yeah, no, unfortunately not too too much time out. It's kind of about to kick off really. Just getting everything ready um, for the, I'm doing a, a UK album tour uh, up oh, and down the country. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm just booking, booking like the dates now. I've got a few festivals lined up and then in between the festivals, hopefully in those areas, I'll be able to, to do like a house concert or a concert in a vegan restaurant or in a community center, some, uh, you know, park, whatever, whatever works, whatever people kind of are, are feeling and, and feeling alignment with, if they're feeling what I'm saying and want to have a day or an evening of just bringing people together, celebrating, playing some good music, sharing some food, then uh, that's, that's what I'm aiming to do over the summer. And just, yeah, up and down everywhere. Uh, and I've got CDs and t-shirts and posters that I'm just sort of getting 
finished and, and finalized ready now so it's but exciting times so i'm excited to like meet more people you know yeah like using the summer energy then to be like playful and get out there and sort of share your voice and you also said like you've you've a lot of your songs are like human rights and things like that as well was so with your music so you do you do do lots of different lots of different things and it's amazing like it, it's it's phenomenal to see someone go from one maybe one singing to then playing something else and there's so many different skills and it's it's mind-blowing if I'm honest and it's beautiful to see oh. but like was you always sort of singing around was you writing your own music before the pandemic and stuff or was this something that sort of come in or like how did the album start to like how did the song start to form like what what was the sort of journey with these yeah it's been a long journey actually I started writing songs when I was 12 wow and i'm 35 now and it's taken this long to to release an album i've, I've released EPs and singles and i've you know been a songwriter professional songwriter since i left uh, university went to leeds college of music um did you know a bit of teaching songwriting performing and i've done it this whole time um and i i always had a bit of an issue with my songwriting uh, both in in the pop music world you kind of you you, you sort of boxed into certain things that if you sort of stray out of that it, you kind of it's not really seen as the the correct way to write a pop song basically it's things like you know it's got to be in a certain time signature and it's got to say these certain sorts of lyrics and the chorus has to come in before this amount of time and just all these things that really takes the beauty and the magic and the the soul out of music um so i kind of went through that process for a long time writing these songs about like about relationships and these kind of like uh, sometimes angry songs like you yeah, can't believe you did this to me you know I don't like you anymore just like it's just stuff that, who cares like life happens and but it didn't sit with me and it's only when I went vegan uh, six years ago and I started you know just I started writing songs about the animals and for the animals because I just learned all the these things about as I say the dairy industry and how cows are treated there and yeah, I've, ne I've never questioned where my milk came from I just as you do as you know, the conditioning that we're sort of subject to you don't question things you're taught not to question things so I never did uh same with the eggs that I was eating never questioned whose eggs actually are these and how how come I've got so many and you know how come I can eat as many as I want whenever I want it doesn't really make any sense um but finding out all that information really just the fire inside me really started to burn, uh, especially when you take this information out to your friends and family and they either don't understand or m more and worse, they just don't care. Um, and it just is a really, it's really difficult because not only are you dealing with the fact that you just found out all this information, but when you try and share it to actually do something about it to make the situation better, you, you know, you, you're told you're crazy or, uh, you're an extremist for not wanting to hurt animals. It's, even though our society says we have to love our dogs and our cats it, and, and animals, wildlife, you know, it's, it, it just doesn't, yeah, it, it, it doesn't make sense. Um, but writing songs was a real like out brain, you know, stuff going on that I was finding it very hard to deal with. So writing the songs is quite therapeutic. Mm -hmm. And obviously other vegans or, or anyone who listens to the songs and, and sort of understands the message um, 
I, th I hope it helps them too. You know, these words that, ah, oh, yes, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I need to hear sort of thing. Um, and from there, just the, over the last six years, and as I said, the last two years, it went from an animal rights album to a human rights album and an animal, we're all animals. Uh, and I realized how oppressed um, we have been. We are still incredibly, and uh, you know, our freedoms are just been trying to be taken away and away and away. Um, you know, more lies, more stuff that's just making people more unhealthy and more sad. Um, I mean, you know, been inspired. That's why I'm releasing this album now because that's how I want to help to to make people aware of how much we are lied to from the moment we're born, uh, and make them aware that actually the cool thing is there's a solution. It's very very simple, and it just means we just need to take a step away and remember who we are again. And it's you know everything is there for us. I think as well, like for a lot of people, it can be overwhelming because like when we sort of get all this information and like I've been, I've been vegan, I've been a meat eater, I've, you know, I sort of, I just eat intuitively now and sort of trust what's going on, like the quality of the vegetables that I get now, like are they locally grown, are they in season, am I eating an apple that's been sprayed for five years and it's been, you know, because it looks the same, so it's just, you know, it's paying attention to it, but I also like, it is, I think when we've got so much, like I said, like some people can't even get to the point where they, they even get outside for a, an hour or a day, like they're just so in their worlds, but it's just thinking, what is like a one step, like what is one step you would suggest for someone that wants to maybe move away from like the, I guess like the fast food industry and all the like all the supermarkets and stuff because it, it is baby steps for a lot of people so you've you've obviously gone you've fully immersed over the years you've done the shift from like vegetarianism and you know done the swimming through it like, but what is something that maybe you would sort of say like it's just to help people sort of start on this path of just being a bit healthier and looking at what's going in their bodies yeah i would say probably the first thing that you can do is is this foraging because it, it ticks so many boxes. It's not just it's this, it's this. It's it, good for like so many different reasons. And it's something you can like get, get involved with the kids as well. Um, and the cool thing is you can eat daisies. Like just, as I say, on your way, you know, way to school, whatever. If there's a daisy, just, you know, if the patch of daisies, just pick a couple and, and pop them in your mouth. And just that, just that is doing so much. You like have no idea. Just start being curious then. Yeah, be playful. Yeah, remember remember how you used to be when you were, you were a kid. Because we wanted to eat everything anyway, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but everything in your mouth, yeah. Um, but that it, it's free and it's abundant. There are daisies, dandelions, um, you know, the tea that we were saying. Pick a couple of dandelion heads, a few dandelion leaves and whack them in your your cup and just pour some hot water over it and then obviously um steep it out um 10 minutes later add a, add a little bit of agave or something if if you want it a bit sweeter but i'm not saying it's going to be the nicest drink you've ever tasted but the the health benefits of that drink are as i say way beyond anything you could drink tea wise in the supermarket yeah and plus a lot, of tea, a lot of um the tea bags and stuff have got like bpa and plastic in them as well so we're like heating up plastic and then we're consuming it yeah but it's like we can now like you said steeping so we can cook it let it sort of cool off and then we're just having something that's got no nothing in it apart from literally the dandelions or whatever you choose to sort of but 
Yeah, there's nettles as well. Um, I, I use my fingers, but obviously if you're a bit worried about getting stung, although I do believe there's quite a lot of benefits in, in getting that, that stinging, but, um, you know, use some scissors. You don't need much, just take the sort of the top of the plant off, the, the freshest leaves. Um, I like to ask the plant, you know, please, can I pick you? It's just a good sort of habit to get into. And yeah. gratitude is, is a big part of sort of happiness as well, being grateful for, for you know, everything. Um, and the cool thing about the foraging is um, the money side of it. You know, you'll spend £2.50, £3 on a packet of nice tea from Holland and Barrett. Um, and you can pick some dandelions that takes you 20 seconds to pick and it's free. And now that prices are getting ridiculous, it is a really good time to, three pounds might not sound like a lot, but if it's three pounds every you know, couple of weeks on a packet of tea, just some tea, that, that adds up. Like, especially when, if you've got kids and you've got you know, the, all the meals to plan and, and the activities that, you know, life is expensive. So where you can save, I think it's uh, right now for sure is a, is a good thing to be thinking of as well. Mm. Yeah. So you mentioned like gratitude. Is that something that you do like most days? Did you keep a gratitude journal or like how? No, how... I did. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, like how do you sort of do, because gratitude for me like really started, I think last year I bought a book called The Magic and they get you to write down 10 things every day that you're thankful for. And then slowly I just started to realize my life just started to just feel more abundant. I just felt more grateful. My energy felt really, really good. But how do you sort of incorporate gratitude into your day? Yeah, uh, I think my dogs are actually a big part of that. Like if I'm ever, because obviously, you know, we're all human. This is a human experience. It isn't going to be, you know, smelling of roses 100% of the time. So in those moments, you are feeling a bit low, maybe something's, somebody said something or you've read something that just makes you feel a bit crap I look at my dogs and they're so easy um the connection that I have with them and just seeing them they're just sleeping by me now it's it's very easy to remember I've got so much to be grateful for just just having these these two animals like in my life them having chose I chose them they chose me to to walk this path together if that was the only thing that's already so amazing. So I, I like to, that. yeah, my dogs are very easy to sort of get back into that grateful, um, thankful mindset. Mm. As you say, when you are in that mindset, then this, this shit really starts to work and magic happens and your life becomes what you are thinking, you know? What was your, how was your mindset or like, how would you sort of be living your life before lockdown like was it like what was your mindset in the mornings when you woke up or like how is it different to now maybe yeah I was way more anxious and and sad um than I than I am now uh, and I think one big thing for me is I've realized something again that we're conditioned into and I've done my whole life I always planned plan 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 everything to the finest detail and I always did everything on my own as well yeah you know, I'd have a music band or whatever but it was always I had to do it and I've realized now if you do try and plan everything you leave no room for the magic and the grandeur that the the universe is uh, and the universe has big plans for us all and if we don't allow you know 
it to to work it's magic um, if we say no every time something sort of deviates away from our what we had in mind if we say no then not nothing great is going to happen i mean you'll probably achieve what you wanted but it'll be a struggle probably the whole way and you, maybe you won't enjoy the process so much because you know it is quite it's a stressing thing to do and everything has to go exactly as you wanted it to and now I realise that if I have the goal and I have the right intention, and you work, you have to work hard, obviously. Like you don't want to just be. I wouldn't want to be just, you know, chilling on the beach forever, anyway. Well, actually, maybe I would. But you know what I'm saying. You still have to put the work in. Um, but I'm now open. Say, if if I've got an idea of playing at a venue, and somebody tells me no, or I can't, something's happening that is not allowing that thought to flow now instead of persisting persisting oh did you get my email I'm like I'm just gonna leave it and I'm gonna whatever and it maybe it opens up through a different way or maybe that it just was not meant to be but it's I'm so much more enjoying the process now because things are happening that I, I just possibly couldn't I couldn't conceive myself because I'm only one person and you know we're infinite together we can create some magic so yeah I'm open way more open than I was two years ago open to receive it's a, it's a good thing yeah <laughs> do you um because yeah. it really resonated with me because I used to be the same like I had plans like you know as you know I was like married and I was like oh by this age I'll have a house and this age I'm gonna have children and I was like tick this box tick this box I'll, I'll do this now and I look back and I think but again it was like a form of control same with the eating like you know I, I eat and sort of yeah. control it all everything was like control but would you say now that you you've got an idea of sort of where you want to go you kind of start taking inspired action I guess now like you've you know you've you've been writing your songs slowly things are starting to come like they've been coming together and like you started to close that little chapter so you can then use that well that creation now to then take your next step forwards but would you um yeah. but it's almost like I, f I think at the moment it's what's interesting for me is I feel a bit stuck with where I'm going I'm like oh I, I kind of know I love teaching yoga and I love to, but with you, like you're like, right, you write your songs, you've created your album, now you've got your next step ready. Like, what would be some advice maybe if you give someone that is maybe feeling a little bit stuck in what they're doing or like what, because a lot of people think science that they might want to write a book, but they don't necessarily, they might have wrote some bits and pieces out, but they haven't completed the book, but you've, you've done it. Like you've, you've created the songs, You've recorded the songs like you've, i've seen you doing some photo shoots as well and now you're going to sort of take that and then launch that product like that's you know it's amazing like what would you say to people that maybe are a little bit stuck with things find, find your joy find what what makes you happy uh and give yourself some time uh mm. to, to to just sit with who you are sit with how you're feeling and manifesting um i like to you know it's something i started doing the last sort of six months write write your name in the middle of some paper and 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 write down some words that you want to bring into your life and 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 then have a look and see you know what what is it telling you um because and i realize not everybody wants to create an album not everybody wants to do x y and z but i think 
the goal for us all is is to live happily be happy and to spread that happiness uh you know a happy person meeting another happy person that happiness is spread if we're feeling sad and and or angry of course that's what is going to spread into the world and i think now more than ever we need happiness because that's what's going to lift us out of what's happening um but it, as as we said it's happiness comes it needs to start with you so whatever that looks like whether that's releasing an album or or creating an amazing yoga series you know touring the world with it whatever your whatever it is that you want to put out into the world just go for it and but give yourself the space and the time and just remember you you don't need to plan every step of the way uh, that's literally what we are told in school that's what you need to do and I feel like it's often the exact opposite because if you do plan every step then there isn't space to for the magic that's all I, that's how I can put it but the magic that you just can't see you know you can't predict the future but the universe is infinite the universe is all knowing and all seeing and the universe knows and if you're moving with the right intentions you the universe has your back and will want to help you succeed do you I think as well though for me like I feel like it's very important to get like the basics right like like you said the health health well the food quality that we're eating and what we're putting into our bodies how we move our bodies and what makes us feel good having the confidence to maybe walk away from things that don't make us feel good and recognizing like where we might be a little bit like our energy is sort of being pulled away but you've um you've created an event as well that we're going to be um I'll be coming to do some yoga at your event like the day of happiness yeah. do you want to tell everyone like that just sounds I'm so excited but like what what what's the reason behind it and like what's sort of going to happen so people have got an idea and just to sort of spread that that light as well yeah it's, it's a, a day of mental and physical well-being uh, and it, the idea sparked um about six months ago when I realized that the way to help people is to not only you know li live live as, as I'm you know telling people to live you have to li lead by example but I, I wanted to share all the stuff that I've been um being made aware of the last sort of six months uh to a year that have really really helped my physical and mental well-being and it's things that you you may not necessarily have heard of before or you've heard of but it didn't sound anything for, for you it gives people the opportunity in the day to experience these amazing different things whether, whether it be a, a yoga practice or a plant-based uh, talk on nutrition um or wild swimming we're going to do this weekend laughter yoga is another amazing uh, discipline if i can call it that it's it is quite uncomfortable when you first start it but it is so needed in, in today's society especially um, to be able to laugh in a situation that most of us, and me until recently, would get angry at or cry at or maybe, you know, swear or some just whatever, it would be this anger. And obviously when you have that anger inside you, that's who is it affecting. Um, so these things are all ways to deal with the outside world. Um, and it's, a, you know, it's a great day for communities just to come together. You'll meet friends for life there um you know connect with people you may not necessarily connect with elsewhere um 
and we share food and, you know we have a lunch and it's just that my it's my it's my way of just trying to make people happier because then they're happy that flows out to the rest of the world and you know what 20 happy people is a lot more strong than than one happy person trying to do you know spread the love themselves and i'm guessing there's gonna be lots of music there yeah we've got a few mus musicians coming this weekend so we'll, we'll definitely I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what we're going to do yet sometimes we'll just sing along there's a beautiful grand piano in in the space so sometimes we'll just do some singing or sometimes it'll be more of a sort of meditative or um a sound healing experience um this weekend it'll definitely be some singing but i'm not sure, entirely sure what yet i think that's what's really blown my mind like connecting with all of you over the last like x amount of months and using my voice like i'm not someone that has a you know i haven't not musically gifted or anything like that like i know like you said like my skill is more like around the yoga and stuff like that and i'm more like creative with like painting and drawing and stuff now but to be able to use my voice i always feel so much better after i've been around and sung with people and then to sort of then start to express that voice you might do it in the shower you might do it when you're driving but to actually do that with other people around and not care what your voice sounds like and just sort of be in that energy has been such a beautiful experience it just feels like my heart just opens more and more every time like when i do it yeah yeah well, we're taught aren't we as kids oh don't you've been too loud don't 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 do this don't do that and that's you know that's what we we uh, in our brains think is what we're supposed to be doing but just it's not good for us we need to express ourselves it's funny because a lot of us know how to talk but it's like we don't don't sing it yeah unless it's something on the radio or something that we've heard that's that's just being like plugged to us yeah yeah but it's so important i think as well like what the words that we are saying even when we're singing them like we might be listening to tracks that aren't good for our soul necessarily and then those words about us knowing are going into our subconscious and it's sort of, you know, setting us up. Like you said, if people are singing, I get it. Like if we're singing about pain and heartbreak and stuff, but do we want to stay in that energy or be in someone else's pain when instead we could bring something to us? Like when I went through, um, when I spoke with my husband quite a few years ago, I couldn't listen to any music. It was almost like I couldn't let anything in for a really long time. And I only, then after about, I think about four weeks I started slowly listening to music but I was very selective with what I was listening to because otherwise it would trigger me to sort of feel that anxiety or that pain again I was like well hang on I'm starting to feel better do I want to pull myself back down again so I was like kept in this cycle but it's bringing that awareness to what we're listening to and the frequency of the music as well the vibration that like we want to sometimes I wake up singing songs and I'm like oh this is nice I've, it's nice to sort of know that I'm sort of having that download in my sleep yeah absolutely yeah. so what um on your album then i want to just play like my favorite track is hold on i don't I, there's something about it that just speaks yeah, that one, yeah. shall oh, we um i'm really happy I, yeah i do is press cages will be end freedom for everybody cages will be end freedom for everybody cages will be end like, my favorite one everybody cages will be end Freedom for everybody, cages will be end. Freedom for everybody. It's 
actually um I wrote this song in the last uh, in the when I wrote that song in the, in the final studio session just a, a few couple of months ago. Um, I had like four days left in the studio and I just, I was, I knew that I wanted to write a song for the last, that said basically, I love you, hold on, it's going to be, we're going to be fine. Um, but it hadn't been written, like I hadn't, so I just, a few days before we were like wrapping up the whole thing, I sat down and, and it came out and yeah, so, this is what I'm saying. If I'd been planning it, this song would have never been written. But because I was open, I knew what I wanted to achieve, but how it happened, I was, I surrendered to that process. And then it, that's how it came out. And just birthed, just came through, yeah. channeled it. And it's exactly what I wanted, you know, it's, it, it's exactly what I was trying to, you know, cut right, basically. So it's, yeah, it I'm does work this shit. <laughs> yeah so it's almost like same as like when I do some drawings and stuff now I sort of I set the intention I want to create something and then I, I normally just put a little meditation on before and then afterwards I put some music on and I just sort of just let my drawing come out and then just sort of see what happens whereas years ago when I, this is why I didn't end up doing art um at uni or anything because I'd be like oh I have to it'd be like this is the project and you need to do this stages to get here and you put all this horrendous pressure on yourself and then it, nothing was ever good enough but yeah but. yeah exactly exactly because what I mean why would it be if you've put all this effort and, and mental energy into creating something of course if it's so much work for you to get to the conclusion you aren't going to be happy because it's been so much energy and effort for you that you are going to be like, ah, oh, what's next then? <laughs> you know what I mean? It is. And it's, it's like now I don't have any attachment to it. So if something comes out that maybe I'm, I don't want to go forward with, I don't get attached to it either. Yeah. I think that's a big one as well. Yeah. Attachment. For sure. Yeah. And it's almost, again, I feel like that's something from like growing up when we were younger, like we get very attached. We, we literally want to hold on to everything and keep it close to us. And it's that fear of letting it go. But until we let certain things go, we can't make space to allow new stuff to come in. Yeah, absolutely. So when, when you write your songs, you just, let it just come out if that's it you just sort of sit with it yeah that, i mean it's always been i'll just sit down at the piano and and just have a play and then if something sort of happens that i'm inspired to write a melody to maybe then i'll start using my voice and just doing a bit of you know la's or ooze or whatever or a phrase might sort of come to mind that just feels good to sing over what i'm playing and that's kind of usually the basis of then the song mm. and it can, it can go in many different directions and it can take anywhere from sort of an hour or two to years, <laughs> you know, to, to complete. But it's, yeah, it's the piano first. The piano is such a beautiful instrument. When did you learn to play the piano? When I was 10. So it was when I was still very young. That's another thing, my, the music uh, education that my parents um allowed me to have it i'm so grateful for because now i'm truly seeing like how actually i've spent freaking hours hours and hours and hours and hours but that you know they're the ones who paid for it they're the ones who took me to the sessions who get you know open these opportunities for me um 
and I'm so grateful because now I just feel like a music badass and like you're saying I can do this and that and that and that but it's because I started when I was young and because my parents were so generous um, and they were obviously they, they could afford it which again is something I'm so grateful for not everybody can um but for me yeah did you enjoy it when you were younger learning it all I think it was one of those things that I probably didn't really, I enjoyed it and that's why I was doing it. As a kid, if you don't enjoy something, you just don't do it, do you? Um, but as I say, my brain has changed a lot in the last couple of years and, you know, maybe I didn't enjoy that at all, um, but I'm, I'm grateful for every moment, even the, the moments that, you know, I didn't want to rehearse, I didn't want to practice, I didn't want to do this exam you know all that stuff it's, it's all all good for the it's all, all part of the journey and yeah I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it I guess it builds discipline as well and consistency to sort of show you like you were strong to sort of keep yeah. showing up for it and I, I get that a lot you know people think I'm so disciplined when I say I'm a vegan I say I do the wild swimming and it's like well no I'm not it's like really easy but maybe it's because I had to as a you know doing all these exams and music competitions when I was you know any, anywhere between sort of 10 and 20 years old um I think yeah you're right that probably helps the discipline and the motivation for just sticking with your convictions mm. what well, because a lot of people lately that I'm meeting want to get into like playing instruments and stuff like as an adult and it can be very overwhelming to sort of start now and think I'm going to be shit at this and I have to kind of accept that I'm going to be shit but what sort of um words of encouragement or something how would you sort of suggest like someone like me I can't imagine I'll ever sort of be with a piano or anything like that but I'm messing around on the decks for example at the moment I keep getting frustrated because I'm like that's shit and it's like being okay with stuff being shit. it's like when I first did my aerobics qualification it was so painful like the journey but actually I'm glad that I kept showing up for myself and sort of staying with it but an instrument's like a whole different ball game for a lot of people so I guess it's almost like learning a new language as well but to be using your hands to coordinate with and reading music like what would you sort of say is like a good beginner steps to sort of start with I don't know like what's like with the piano for example or something like that if you have a piano at home I mean, how I started was listening to my favourite songs, pop songs that are, you know, quite easy to play along to. Um, just sit down and see, kind of see what happens. Um, see if you can play along, sing along. It depends if you know music theory, because, you know, you could go down that route. That, that helped me sort of understand the language a bit more, but it isn't for everyone. And it's certainly not a necessary thing. You know, so many amazing musicians just play by ear. It's incredible. Um, just, just have a yeah, sit, have a sit down, have a play, play, and if there are like local open mics or jam nights that you can go to, even if it's just as a, an audience member for the first few months, like have a listen, have a listen to these people who are in a very similar position to you. You know, they're just trying to share their voice. They're using this instrument that is, you know, that they it's not something they were born with. They've had to learn it and and master it, and it's good to learn from people who are doing what you want to do basically mm. um, just get involved in the music you know with the, the energies all that stuff um and if you can afford it and it's something that um sort of feels right for you then get some lessons for sure get some piano lessons even if again it's just a one or two like no pressure 
but it's good to to learn from somebody who really knows what they're talking about and doing so that would be my advice if you can afford it and if it's something that you feel is what you want to do mm. all right my lovely well that's been amazing i'm going to finish by just playing the song and get it from the beginning hopefully hold on and yeah if you want to check out more of vegan queen v's information i'm going to pop it all down below she's got her album out ready as well which you can purchase digitally and download i believe you can even buy the, the physical CD from my website if you want. Physical to. CD, oh, that's amazing. I love that you let people, that's it. Like, I miss, yeah, I, I don't even know if I have a CD player. I guess in my car I do. <laughs> I had to go out and buy one for the charity shop. <laughs> I had one for the Mac thing because it comes separate. Oh, yeah. And I, I hadn't used it before, then the CD got stuck in it, and I thought, that's the universe saying no. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> But yeah, thank you so much. And yeah, I'm just going to finish with um, this song, Hold On. And thank you for your time, my beautiful angel. And I will finish the recording at the end of the song. So I hope you all enjoy it. And we will speak to you super soon. Will be 